You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. What makes sci-fi so compelling? Hey guys, uh, today, this is just a prelude to tomorrow's episode where host Will Rose, TJ Blackwell, and Brandon Knight are going to review the Dune movie. Uh, sometimes when I'm doing the edits... I come across things that don't quite fit in the episode that are still just really good. And today is just one of those where there was a a good clip of them just discussing what makes us like sci-fi. So here's host Will, TJ, and Brandon talking about just that. Well, let's lean more and a little bit into to sci-fi. You know, it's it's a huge genre. It's one of my favorite genres. I'm a big comic book geek, but man, my first love in geekdom was watching the original Star Wars and then the 80s boom of sci-fi and everybody trying to copy Star Wars or try to get their big franchise, sci-fi franchise out there. And George Lucas built what what he wanted to build off of what people before him, like John Carter and Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon and, and Dune. And, and so, you know, I just, I just love sci-fi. And and the reason I love it is because it sets us up in this kind of like this sandbox or a thought experiment or a playground uh, to wrestle with the questions that we normally wouldn't wrestle with in our kind of normal everyday lives and world. It allows us to go somewhere else and, and, think through some of the big challenges uh, that humans face in a different environment uh, in the future, in a place that we can think about what does it mean to be human or what is my place in this universe? Where are we headed? Are we headed to like a place where we could science is going to fix everything and we're going to be in a utopia that progressivism is just going to lead us to the next big thing and evolve to, to perfection or, or, or are humans so broken or there's things that happen or break down with science and robots and AI or time travel that leads us to a dystopia where everything is stripped away. And um, so we're wondering, are we heading in that direction? Hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it, sci-fi leads us to think through ethical questions, cosmology, how do we greet the other, if there are aliens out there, how would we, we react if, if we saw a UFO or met an alien, it really takes us out of ourselves and holds up a mirror about how we view ourselves and then our place in this universe. Um, you guys, what do you think about science fiction and, and kind of the, the role it has in pop culture, or even in your own lives? Hmm. So science fiction, you know, for me, I'm, I'm only 22. Uh, science fiction has been popular the entire time I've been alive. <laughs> And, right. you know, it's mostly Star Wars, you know, where I live, at least. Uh, but uh, sci-fi is so ingrained into, you know, most people's lives at this point. And I think a lot of the reason is because people are interested to see what we could do, hmm. even if it's not necessarily, you know, realistic because, you know, science fiction, it is fictitious. Uh, but I think a ton of people just want to see what could be possible. Like, uh, I know Star Trek had the communicators, you know, a long mm. time before we had mobile cell phones like that. And, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've predicted a couple of other pieces of technology, uh, which is just <laughs> awesome. Star Wars didn't do that, but that, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm waiting for my lightsaber. I'm waiting yeah. for that one. Yeah. Those dudes on YouTube making like plasma torches with four foot blades. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> 
That's just that's a really brown. long fire. Uh, <laughs> that's true. So I think that is mostly it from my perspective. Just we as yeah, a species it, are progressive, and I think you know we want to see progress. Yeah, and you, and you say it is fixed. There's a lot that is not real or fiction. You wonder, but yeah, like you said, the communicator is there. Uh, I can yell out in my hair, my my house. I can say, um, "Hey Siri" or "Hey Alexa," set a reminder, and she asks me questions, and my phone just heard me say that and cut <laughs> off. There you go. See, <laughs> that's what happened. Um, so, so yeah, so we have these things, and and who knows, a thousand years, two thousand, ten thousand years from now. What would that look like? Will there be teleporters? Will there be time travel? And what? How do we use that technology for the good or for ill? And I think that's what Dune and science fiction does. It, it really uh, helps us process about uh, power and uh, uh, resources, uh, what we do with our leadership, what we do with this power. Um, same way with the comic books, you know. But but anyway, I, I think yeah, it's it's fiction. But will it be in the future? Brandon, how about you? What, what about science fiction for you? I do like science fiction. Uh, Star Wars. I was on the Doctor Who episode a couple episodes back now talking about it. I think the uh, the draw for me for sci-fi is the philosophical wrestling. Um, I'm sitting here thinking as soon as you brought up that list of like top whatever it was science fiction books my mind immediately went to where is planet of the apes on that list because planet of the apes is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. films i i don't think i've seen all of the original ones i have seen the three most recent remakes love them um but just the constant wrestling of like where are we like you guys said like where are we headed but not so much from a technology perspective but like are we going to progress moralistically or are we going to progress in the wrong direction, are we going to like de-evolve in our morals mm. even more going forward? Um, I also, the other appeal to me for science fiction and Dune really hit the spot for me with this is I like looking at, okay, what is different? Okay. Star Trek had the communicators way before we all had cell phones, but my big right. thing is like, what's the same? What are those little things that are like, Oh, that's not different. Like Paul's grandfather was fighting a bull or something. I don't know anything about why, (laughs) but that's normal. That's normal. Or, you know, I didn't know all this stuff about the AI war, which was very interesting. Mm -hmm. But to me, sitting there seeing these people fight with swords, I was like, oh, this is they have these great technology, giant spaceships and harvesting spice and whatnot. But they're using swords. And I thought that mm, that was yeah. that actually brought me even more in of like, OK, so what is going on here? This is cool. I like this. So, yeah, that that's the appeal of sci fi to me. Yeah, there's a sense of curiosity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm curious. I want to know more. I want to I wanted to open up my imagination so I can think through. And I, I think that's what science fiction does. It, it It's thought experiments about asking some hard questions or even let my mind wander into this like the mystery of the universe that, that we're a part of. Um, I, you know, I was talking a little bit earlier about like really in scripture, the apocalyptic literature uh, really is the sci-fi of their day because apocalyptic or apocalypse in Greek really means just to reveal. It, It doesn't necessarily mean like a final war or end times, but it's this unveiling or revelation of what true things under the surface is really going at, at work. Like what is the real power 
behind all this? Is it the earthly power kingdoms or the pharaohs and Caesars of the day, or or is it God? And so this unveiling of what really is at work in the world. And so they're projecting in the future, where can I be? Where am I going? It holds up a mirror. It could be a cautionary tale, but also one that brings hope that, yeah, in the midst of all this, um, I, I, I'm going to hold on because there is a winner. And, you know, I mean, think of Jesus. He, he told parables and he's like, let me tell you a story mm-hmm. to take you out of your context into another context. So you can look at life and faith and, and your world of relationships from a different angle, mm. uh, from a different context. I can help me face my fears in a new way. I can help discern what my true desires are in this world. And I think that's what, when it's good sci-fi, that's, that's what it does. That's what it does. Um, there is a, I'm going to share this book a little bit later on. It's kind of on recommendations, but there's a book called Become an Alien, talking about the Alien franchise by Sarah Welch Larson. And when she talks about sci-fi, she says that she goes, sci-fi doesn't preach. It provokes questions Hmm. better than it answers them. And so I think that, yeah, there's sci-fi that preaches, but sci-fi is best. It doesn't preach. It provokes really good questions. And I find as I get older that I'm, I'm less worried about the answers as I am more curious about the questions. Really, really, really good questions. That's a really good quote. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share more about that book in a, in a yep. little bit, a little teaser for a little bit <laughs> later on towards the end. Um, all right. So let's, unless you have guys have anything else about sci-fi, we can, we can dive in, into the movie. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that discussion, got something out of it and maybe it challenged you to, think more about why you are attracted to sci-fi or maybe why you're not. Um, If it did, just let us know. Go to systematicecology.org, drop a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And please check back tomorrow for the full episode of Will, TJ, and Brandon's review of Dune. And remember, we are all a chosen people, a geekdom of priests. This was an Anazal Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazal Ministries podcast network.